right, welcome back to another Sunday edition of the Booch and Pat Show. Uh, we are your hosts, Booch and Pat. Ew, what's up, man? And just for shits and giggles, let's hear how this sounds. Hey, this is Harry Mays. You're listening to the Booch and Pat Show, where you get all your sports opinions. It's like Harry's on the show with us I, every week now. Every week, we got Harry Mays on record. He, he's basically on retainer at this point. Uh, who's retainer? I don't know. Uh, bear with me today, people. It is Sunday, the 17th of May, and I am hurting. And it is time to get the hair of the dog going. We did sit on the deck for a little, a little late last night. What time did I go to bed? It was around 1. Jeez. I, I just mean, I that's, went that's non- for old people like us now. I went nonstop since I got done work. I mean, you got done a little you got done work later than I did, but man, I was hurting. Hurting today. I feel pretty good. I'm a professional. Well, I'm not no, one my, I'm not one that normally gets uh, hangovers. Not my first rodeo. Yeah, it's never your first rodeo. Uh, but yes, welcome to the Booch and Pat show. Uh, there goes my delightful girlfriend trying to sneak out. Goodbye. Oh, Did you pay her on the way out? I left money on the bureau oh, for her. Go. Very good. I thought it would be nice, you know, gentlemanly of me. It's very nice of you. Yes. Um, so, uh, once again, here we are. It's uh, another week of quarantine. 4,632 of quarantine. Yeah, it's, uh, it's tiring. Tiring. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm a pretty patient guy, but this is getting a little, it's getting a little annoying. I'm ready for I th- life to go back to normal. And I think that's the general consensus of everybody at this point, mainly because uh, I, now, granted, I don't, I don't travel to work as far as you do, or yeah, as all some 13 minutes, yeah. But I don't travel as far as uh, some of the people I work with. But they're all saying the same thing. Things I'm seeing on on Facebook, online, man, people are getting ballsy. They're out they, driving. They want to driving when like. First started, there's nobody. You would, cru- I would cruise to work seven minutes. <coughs> now it's going back to regular time, where Stegman was twenty minutes because roads are packed now again. I don't know where people are going. I guess people are opening up on uh, on the DL. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Uh, one my one friend was telling me. Uh, it, aside from the fact that you got all these people out on the road. They're driving like idiots. Not driving too fast. They're driving, driving like, too it's slow. Like they forgot how to drive. Mm-hmm. I think people forgot how to drive over the last two months. It's ridiculous. It really is. Yeah. The, the only issue I don't because again I don't I I could walk to work if I needed to. Uh, the only issue I have at work is when I'm driving around, people are out going for walks or runs or whatever. And it's like okay, cool. You whatever you got to do to keep yourself busy, keep yourself entertained, uh, keep yourself active. I get it. But they're doing it in the street. So, like, you see cars coming. They don't move. They're like, well, why are you in my way? We were going down a pretty busy street in Jakentown the other day, and there was a mother and daughter walking down West Avenue with, like, a scooter. Just walking. Like, they didn't want to go on the sidewalk. They were just, like, walking in the street. Yeah. Like, West Avenue, that's a pretty busy street in Jakentown. There's a lot of traffic that goes throughout that. Come on, people. Get on the sidewalk. Let's go. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And uh, I know that uh, they started uh, taking measures and started opening things up slowly, which we've been Not saying. Montgomery County. Which we've been saying uh, since, I guess, basically the beginning of the month. I'm but be moving <clears throat> to York, Pennsylvania soon. <laughs> yeah, the greater Philadelphia area is still in the quote-unquote red zone. Uh, normally on a sports show, the red zone could be fun, but not for this. No, it's... Drive it, and they say June 4th, but who knows? They'll probably push it back just to piss us all off some more. It's possible. It's very maybe, possible. Maybe the 18th. I could possibly see that happening. <laughs> maybe July 3rd. 
That is a real possibility. All right. Our office little shenanigans comes in <clears throat> like every week now. Yes. Um, but like aside from aside from Montgomery County, Philadelphia County, I think Bucks is still closed. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. everybody in this pretty, area. Pretty, pretty aside from area. Aside from that, Jersey Shore's reopening. They're, they're, they're opening up beaches and stuff, they're, and they're doing takeout for restaurants. They're, but like none of the bars are, and stuff are open yet. No, I understand that, but they're saying it's uh, going to be up and functioning and ready to go for Memorial Day. Which op- I think they opened the beaches this weekend. They did. Have you yeah. seen the Have you seen the videos or the pictures yet? No, no, not yet. So is it getting crowded or? Oh yeah. Yeah, the boardwalks like load it with people. People all look like they're in Mortal Kombat with masks. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. and that, that was like the uh, picture that I saw that somebody had commented. It's like, how is this safe? How is this allowed? But you can't have people sitting in a bar or sitting in a restaurant. I mean, these people are on top of each other walking the boardwalk because I guess they're trying to stay away from each other on the beach. But you're on top of each other at the boardwalks. Like, I, I, I don't get it. I mean, I think, <clears throat> I think in real, like, to be realistic here. Um, if anybody follows Barstool Sports, uh, the El Presidente, the guy that, uh, created the whole thing, Dave Portnoy, right? Uh, he went on a whole, whole big tirade over the uh, this last week about um, about the quarantine, and he was on uh, Fox News or something with Tucker Carlton, or I, I I didn't watch all that, but basically his his whole rant was getting to the point that, like, this whole quarantine, the whole everything is is kind of BS at this point. Because uh, he's, if you think about it, like, when this whole thing started, they said, we got to flatten the curve, flatten the curve, flatten the curve. This is what we have to do. You have to self-quarantine. We have to social distance. Businesses are closed. This is happening. This we're, is happening. We're in it together. <laughs> right. We're in it together. And we did that. And yeah. now, months later, as the curve, quote-unquote, the curve flattened. has been flattened. Yeah, I believe you, so. We're past the peak point. We're past all of that stuff. Uh, now, they're, now they're turning around saying, uh, well, we're not going to be normal. We can't go back to the way things were until there's a cure. And he's getting pissed off. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. How, how can you say we have to continue life this way because now we're waiting for a cure? That's bullshit. You told us we had to do things this way. We did it this way. Now it's time for you to earn your side of our trust. Like, hey, we followed your rules. Now fix us. Get us back to what we need. Don't take away our sports. Don't open restaurants, open bars. He's like, look, and I, I think a lot of people are getting to the same point where it's, I, you're two months in. It's like, okay, it was it was bad, but now I feel like the economy is more worse off than a virus. Absolutely. And yeah. people are talking about how, you know, your your immune system needs to be built up and, like, you can't hide from this stuff. You can't or, build up an immune system if you're sitting inside with four people all day, every day. Yeah. You got to go out. You got to live life. And that's where I think we're at right now is with a lot of people complaining and uh, starting to get a little defiant about these uh, stay-at-home rules. Um, but, I mean, hey, we're going to see where this goes. But hey, I got a key to the bar I work at. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I'm okay with that. Uh, oh, that would get me fired quickly, but whatever. Uh, so, anyway, we're about 10 minutes in. So, give us a call. Our number is 724-815-0667. If you are listening to us on Facebook Live, uh, leave us a comment in the uh, comments section. We'll talk any sports, any comments, any conversation that you want. Uh I'm sure that somebody's probably going to talk about underwater basket weaving or that our sound is bad. He was wearing this shirt the other day. Which, that shirt came out nice. Yeah, it looked pretty good. I liked it. It did. 
And if I you don't, don't like the concept, I think it's stupid. But <laughs> if you don't know the shirt that we're speaking of, that would be the official Booch and Pat Show uh, T-shirt shop, our shop zone, as it were. Yeah, we got our own shop zone. So uh, you can you can find up that, in the world. You can find that on our Facebook page. You can find that on our website at boochandpatshow.com because um, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a long title. It's boochandpatshow.logosoftware.com. Uh, everybody, it, everybody, remember that we're all good. But I'm also pretty sure if you typed it in Google, it'll probably come up. Like, probably. yeah, we're a pretty big deal. You can go- Google us. You can Google us. Like, you'll see our logo. You'll see our. Well, you'll probably see your face, not mine. Well, it's a pretty face to be on the page. <laughs> That's why you get top billing, buddy. Yeah, man. Top billing. <laughs> top billing every day. So let's jump into some things here, uh, real quick. Uh, Around 12.30, we're expecting a phone call from uh, Philadelphia Eagles defensive tackle Hollis Thomas. He played with us from 96 to 05. Yeah, I'm really excited about this one. We've I know. that some, was we've, we've had some good people over the last couple of weeks, but I'm really excited about today. That was a good get. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I know I told you this, but I'll share this with everybody on on the air, as it were. Uh, I got I felt like a like a little kid, like a little like a little like a little girl. I was at work and all of a sudden my phone's ringing because I, I couldn't answer. I was driving. Then I got a text that said, "Hey, this is Hollis." Like, you know, I'm like, "Oh my god!" The an eagle, a former eagle, is uh, is calling me. I'm like, "This is so cool." I know. I would have answered it even if I was driving. Well, I didn't know it was him. Like, you know, well, because part of the problem is like when I when I'm driving, I have my phone set up a certain way. Gotcha. So it just automatically goes to voicemail. Uh, okay, right, 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 right. You know, being safe and whatever. But yeah, that was pretty cool. I, uh, so he and I have been texting a lot this week, and uh, you giggle after you like send a text like, <laughs> "No, I hope he reads it." <laughs> no, no. Wait for the bubbles to pop up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, oh, you're getting a little red. <laughs> that's just my Irish yeah. demeanor. Uh, no, no, no. It, it's not that I got. It was the initial phone call and text. I got a little giddy, and then it kind of subsided. Plus, the man doesn't really text that much. Like, he'll say a few phrases or a few words, but he's very big into emojis. Like, I get the thumbs like the emojis. I get the thumbs up emoji. I get the fist pound emoji. You know, I'm waiting for, like, and, like, ever, after I send him something, I'm like, do I sound like a homer? If he sends you a cucumber, man, you're in. <laughs> it's all you, buddy. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. So, anyway, it is, uh... It is our happy hour, Sunday fun day. We're kicking back. I'm trying to choke down this beer right now. Um, I don't think you'll have any issues. You're a professional. Yeah, the show must go on, as they say. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. just got to keep on trucking. So, uh, stay tuned for uh, that phone call in a little bit. Uh, I did. If anybody has any questions for Hollis Thomas, please comment. And yes. We will, we'll read it all little Yes, comment, leave us your questions, and we can ask that to him send on the your, air. Send your questions to dear old Captain Booch. Uh, because we won't, I don't, we won't be able to answer any phone calls while we're on the phone with him, because it's not because our Skype line is not. A, yeah, I'm not hanging up on a Hollis Thomas. Yeah. For, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, so uh, speaking of some drinks and everything during like a Sunday fun day brunch happy hour whatever you want to call it, uh, shit show. One of the things that they announced that they're going to change to the rules of self-quarantining and stuff is uh cocktails on the go 
So you will be able to, I guess, go to restaurants, bars. Mad Max started doing that with uh, margarita growlers, I believe. Okay. Like $10 growlers. So you'll be able to go into these places. Well, not go into. Is it? I assume it's I like. Th- I think you can go in. You just got to wear your masks and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I, let me ask your opinion on that. Um, cocktails to go. Is it? Is there any substance to that? Or is it? Co- I mean, but I'm bump. Uh, but I'm saying, like, in the sense that couldn't you just make it at home? You could. Is it? Is but it, it's supporting local business. So it is the yeah, it's, it's the idea of supporting local business. Yeah, it, it's the bar's ways of saying the restaurants like we're trying to get back to normal, so we want to make cocktails. No, I understand yeah. that, but I think I think because like your 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 example was margaritas to go. Yeah, yep. I can understand that, but like for example, if that's not my drink of choice, but my drink of choice is like Jameson Neat. Or uh, or vodka well, with a splash of cran. It's we like, had a, we had a really bar, we had a bar manager over last night for a, for a couple cocktails, and he said he's been helping out people coming in like, hey, can I get a Manhattan to go? Like, all right, I'll put do this on the DL and let you go. We're not going to give out any names, but yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things to. I mean, it's a nice idea. I'm just curious to see how many people actually like jump. On this train well, to, to I follow went to, it. I went to the beer store last night to pick up beer because we were having a couple people on the deck. Social distancing. Yeah, we don't want to get people to yell at us. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, but they had like a slushy. They had like six slushy machines full of like liquor and stuff. Where? The beer store up in uh, Willow Grove by the Giant. Huh. Yeah, so stopped in there, grabbed the slushy on the way home. So pretty delightful. Oh, that's that's that blue thing that the you brought. The blue thing I was drinking, yeah. Oh, I just thought it was just like a like a Slurpee or an icy that no, you got from Seven Eleven. I didn't realize there was alcohol. Yeah, right? it was alcohol infused. No shit. Yeah, it was pretty cool. No shit. Okay, so that'll be my stop home from work for too long. <laughs> <laughs> There's your reason to go to work every day. I needed that reason. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing that we have not discussed since we've been back on the air, we've mentioned it. I think the first two shows to say stay tuned. So, at this point, now that we're uh, coming up on Memorial Day. Which is crazy. It's next weekend. I know. And the weather is still... Uh, you didn't give your weather report. It, it's nice outside. Okay, there we, we go. go. That, that was the official Bujan Pet Show I, weather report. We do have a landscaper next door, so if you do hear some weed whacking or lawnmowers, please excuse us. Yeah, our our studio is pretty high tech. Like, yeah. We just get in there with all the kinds of sound effects we'll, we'll and the ambient the, We'll bring in the landscaper and uh, interview them. Uh, but one of the things that uh, we need to address is the annual Wing Madness. Yes. Yeah, we uh, we have plans to do a little something different this year, hopefully. Well, I, w- I was thinking, I'm thinking we could do both. Oh, oh, oh throwing a little curveball uh, thi- at me right now. Well, I'm thinking, but not like, but hear me out. Officially, Wing Madness is scrapped. That's a wash for the year. Because there's no way that we can do, like, I mean, we could do it, but there's, like it just we doesn't can't ha- ask the bars that sponsor us to go out and pay right. for like three thousand wings or whatever. We right, make. and on top of it, like the other thing to think about is like, I mean, yeah, you get you get a draw, put people asses in seats, and be at the bar and everything. But the other issue, it, like, it wouldn't have the connotation that we have with this tradition. <sighs> like, we do it every year for March Madness, during yeah. hence the madness part of Wing Madness. Um, since that was canceled, we were hoping, like, because initially we didn't know how long quarantine was going to be. So we were kind of dragging this on. Maybe it would be April, April, maybe end of April, maybe beginning. It's like, okay, you know what? Let's scrap it. So 
that's a wash. So, unfortunately, it'll go down in the history books that Wing Madness 2020, asterisk. Pretty much. But I was thinking, and I want to get everybody's take. I know your take, and we're going to hear from you in a minute. Uh, but I want to get everybody else's take. Uh, message us, leave us a comment, whatever. I was toying around with the idea, since uh, March Madness and everything is a bracket-type tournament, what if we did a bracket tournament for Cornhole? And I know I mentioned this to you. Uh, so basically what I was thinking is... And instead of the bean bags, we use chicken wings. No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get real. I, I thought we were going to combine them. All right. No, no, no. no. <laughs> let's get real. I mean, you can eat wings while you play if you want, Uh-oh. but we're not going to get you wings. Um, but essentially what I want to try and do, and this is... This is a ways away. Like, this is probably going to be like a Labor Day time frame that we're looking at. Uh, but basically have like two boards set up so you can have multiple games going on at the same time. But we got to make sure the boards are the same or at, le- or at least similar. Like, we can't have like this one's plastic and like from Walmart, but then this one was like homemade with like two by four. Like, we, it, it's got to be close. Yeah. So I was the same board. Yep. So I was thinking about toying around with this idea of a cornhole tournament, and when I mentioned it to you, you thought it was a good idea, uh, and then, yeah, I guess I just want to get people's opinion. Like, you're, would you like to weigh in on this cornhole tournament? No, I'm in. I want to participate too. Well, that's the other thing. I think we this get a lot. Ready to go. <laughs> I think that's another thing. We will end up having a lot more people participate this time where, instead of where, just where, women. Where are you thinking about doing this at? I don't know. I don't know yet. Uh, It'd be nice if we could close off, like, talk to the borough about closing off one of their parking lots, but I, I doubt they would do that. I know. Unless we did it on a Sunday. Uh, or uh, could end up talking to Lindy Property. Maybe I can get them to help sponsor it, and we could take over their uh, their parking lot across from the VFW between the V and Kings, like that lot that's there. Yeah. Probably set up. I mean, there. we have a big driveway in the back of our house, but I don't want a lot of people knowing where I live. <laughs> yeah. But again, this is something that uh, it's just in the early stages of trying to create something, uh, trying to get um, have some fun and everything like that. Um, so let us know what you guys think about it. Um, I don't even know what we would call it right now. Obviously, we're just going to call it Pat Show the Cornhole Tournament. As, as that's pretty much what we're going with right now. But if somebody's got a better name or something, let us know. And then also, let us know what you think would be a good prize. Because I mean, the belt is for Wing Madness. I mean, we're not going to get another belt. Like that's redundant. Yeah, plus, you, plus it's a team of two. So they got to split it. They got to so, share custody of that belt. Yeah. So like, if if we just do, I don't that's know. That's why like I want to get in the Cornhole Tournament <laughs> to get my damn belt back. I was supposed to win the tournament this year, but uh, you know, maybe we, maybe we do like a, a gift card or something, or I, I don't know. Pat on the back. Yeah, sure. Handshake, party handshake. Yeah, but I'm thinking like this: we could do this big, and and we'll see where this goes. So right now, it's in the early stages of trying to plan out, and it's kind of hard to plan things out with the way the world is. But we will progress. We'll, we'll do a like sign up sheet on the Facebook page. Type deal. Yes. Let us know if you're interested. Okay. Like a team. Okay. We'll aim for like September, possibly. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying around Labor Day. Yeah. Get us through the summer once everybody's up and running, trying to figure out location. Maybe the weekend after Labor Day. Something like that. Hopefully, we can go outside and see people again. So that's one of the things I wanted to bring up. So 
got that out of the way. Wing Madness, done. That'll be back next year. But that's why I was saying we could probably do both because in years to come, we could do Wing Madness in March, and then we have something six months later, which could be September. Look at that. Two I, events. I like it. Two mm. events in a year, six months apart. Gets the name out there. I like it. Look Gets at our bases out there. We're just throwing things out there left and right. Uh, <clears throat> today, it's sort of you're almost getting back to normal with sports. You got golf at 2 o'clock. There's golf on today? On the golf network. Like live? Yeah, live golf. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you got live golf, homie. And you got you know that's You know what that says to me? What's that? That sounds... Putting golf on TV, finally having sports back on. It's a nice day, the cool breeze. Today is a perfect day to recline in the chair, put on some golf with a beer in hand, and fall asleep. Yes. And then when somebody changes, hey, I'm watching that. Oh. That's okay. that's the dream. I'm not saying I'm watching it, but we got golf at two and NASCAR is on at three thirty. Hey, I got my golf shirt. Oh, na- oh yeah, I do remember NASCAR. So you got two minor sports on today. Hey, the, whatever it takes, you got you got sports live action, yo. Yeah, it's it is what it is. It's a little exciting to hear something back to normal. Uh, that's the landscaper next door. I think that's a leaf blower now. Oh, that's I was like, what the hell is in my ears right now? That's the hooker, hooker from last night. <laughs> Turn that off. <laughs> oh, my. That, that scared the crap out of me in my head. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, so, all right. I got to close this window. You talk. What were we? Oh, uh, yeah. So it's going to be a little exciting to get a little sports back. Hopefully we can get baseball back. Talking about getting baseball back now, Bryce Harper had came out with something, his idea on how to get baseball back this week. Well, you know why Bryce Harper came up with that idea, correct? Because he wants to get paid. Aside from that. Well, yeah, kind of with the paid thing. But you know you know how that whole thing transpired with him and uh, Stephen A? No, I, I don't care about Stephen A one iota. Okay. Well, I have a clip here for Stephen A, and I know how much you love that. Yeah. Uh, but basically um, – because we're going to be jumping all over the place because we're trying to fill time until Hollis calls in. Um, but basically, they're talking about how to start the league back up, playing a shorter season, but playing a shorter season means less money for the players, and they're asking the players to come back and play for less money for a shorter season. Some people like it, some people don't. And one of the guys that didn't like it was Snell, I believe. Yep. And Bryce Harper stuck up for him and said, "I totally agree with him." Like, because yeah, he, he doesn't agree. Yeah. Well, Steve, Stephen A. went off about that whole thing about getting paid and everything like that. So I'm going to play that now. Or it's not going to play. Where's my, where's my shit? Ah, oh, there it goes. Ah, oh, this is all kinds of jacked up. Uh, I apologize, people. I don't know what's going on. What do you do, man? You work all week on this kind of stuff. It doesn't no, man, work. It, what can I tell you? I, I can't help that Stephen A is a blowhard and he's not helping what, me here. What do I pay you for? Anyway, uh, whatever. We, we I digress. We'll move back to the main logo here. But basically what Stephen A was saying... Uh, he was making a whole big spiel about it, basically coming down on Bryce Harper's, telling him to basically shut the hell up. 
He's like, you just got paid 300 some million for 13 years guaranteed. Why are you talking? You sound stupid. You know, his normal rant. Like, nobody's talking, and he's just screaming at the top of his lungs. I had the screen on my... Yeah, but there's no audio. Oh, no audio. Okay. That was the whole point. I like how it says home TV. Yeah. <laughs> See, I get everything set up. I tested that before the show. It worked, and now, of course, during the show, it's a... You know. well, everybody's a professional lip, uh, lip reader. They know what they're saying. Yeah. So anyway, that was uh, that was basically the gist. And then Bryce Harper, you know, I guess trying to clear things up because all, he, like you said, all he did was agree with Snell, but then he came up with his idea on how the league can go. And his idea was he wants to do a East and West like the NBA. He wants to play. 31 days in July, 31 days in August, 30 days September, 31 in October, 15 in November for a complete for a total of 135 days. Uh, he wants an off day every two weeks on a Monday and Sunday doubleheader of seven innings. Mm-hmm. Now, did you see the comment that the one guy wrote? I, I didn't. I forget who it was. It was probably a player or somebody. But they had commented on that and said uh, the um, the Mondays that they're off or whatever that should be the nationally televised game, like pick like the game of the week and have that nationally televised on the Mondays, and then whoever's playing would have off the Tuesday or Wednesday. That works. And he liked that idea too. I like that. So that way you just keep baseball going. You're keeping the distance. You're keeping it safe. But he also wanted to do 30 players on a roster. With the six-man rotation to save pitchers' arms in the short season where they didn't have a lot of warm-ups. Okay. Uh, he wanted to do a, for when it came to playoffs, he wanted to do a 10-team round-robin like the College World Series and pick one stadium, one of the big stadiums, let's say Texas Stadium, and it'd be best of three-game series until you get to the World Series, where you do uh, two teams for a seven-game series. Okay. And then in in between the break, between the playoffs to the World Series, he wanted to do an all-star game with the Home Run Derby. Yeah, well. I, you, you're not a fan of putting the all-star game at the end of the year. I'm just, I'm uh, quite honestly, I'm just not a fan of any all-star game. Like, I'm not a fan Baseball of the Baseball all-star game is the best out of all, by far. I'm not. I, look, I'm not. I'm not arguing your opinion. You're entitled to your opinion. I'm into. I'm, I'm entitled to mine. It's like, not an opinion. It's the facts, Jack. Wow, well, it's gonna be like that. Uh, but no, quite honestly, it's uh, like for me, and this is this is just for me. Um, I, I, I I I like watching the home run derby. The game itself is just too boring for me. Like it's, it's, it's a baseball game, so you're just saying baseball is boring. No, right? no, no, because like like baseball's fun, but for that it's like it's too many it's too many of your obviously your all stars, your top talented guys. So it's like it's like a crapshoot. It's like you like you know you're gonna have like the best pitchers, so it's basically like strikeouts, and you're lucky if you get to see a hit or a home run. And occasionally it, it falls apart, and you do get all that stuff. But I don't know. It's just it, yeah, it's that, baseball. Sometimes you don't hit, sometimes you that, hit. That that's one thing that I never liked is the all star game. I don't like the Pro Bowl. Don't like the All Star uh, Game. It's a Pro Bowl. I don't even like. Uh, Al Qaeda doesn't even like the Pro Bowl. I, I don't like the NBA All Star Game. NBA All Star Game's great. I don't like and it. You just don't like fun. Drink that beer. Become fun again. 
Here, you want a shot of tequila? No. How about a shot of Clorox? Chloroform? Mm, I'll pass on the chloroform. Maybe later. I'm just saying words until Hollis Thomas comes along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he jumped into baseball pretty fast. Uh, let's see here. Where were we at with baseball? Down on my list here. Okay. And, of course, like my whole notes here is all like Stephen A. Smith and play the video. I was like, oh, God, stupid video. Why can't I win? Uh, so what was the uh, – this is the only other thing for baseball I have. Was uh, There's what, not a lot going baseball. What was the thing that they were talking about with the uh, players union? Uh, like the owners were letting – like they agreed to the players union, like coming up with the plan to how they can reopen. Right. That's different than what Harper was saying, right? Yeah, it's completely different, yeah. Okay. Because the owners voted on something to reopen up baseball, but mm-hmm. they had to wait for the players association to uh, vote back. I don't know how that panned out, though. Okay. Um, I don't think they were a fan of it, though. What, the owners? Yeah. No, the I don't think the Players Association was a fan of what the owners put together. Because they would be taking less money. Oh. Well, you see, that's the well, other thing. It's, it's all about money, man. You want to you you get paid. Yeah, but if you don't play. You sign these contracts, man. You want to get paid. I understand that. But if you're not playing. It's play- not their fault. And here's our phone call. So... I don't know why it's not ringing, so we'll see how this goes. So, on the line, we have uh, Philadelphia Eagles defensive tackle from 06 or uh, 96 to 05. What is happening? Where'd he go? Yo, I tested all of this. I'm going to call him right back. Like, I don't know what's going on. Oh, here we go. Dude, I will call him on my cell phone and put it on speaker. (laughs) <laughs> like, I will make this happen. I don't know what is going on here. Screw that. I'm put. I'm, I'm calling him. What is going on here? See, now it says a missed call. Like, this is horseshit, man. This is why I test and test. I was having a conversation with myself. Yeah, I heard you. Look, it sounded pretty ridiculous. I was calling myself from my phone to my computer... Like three times. Now it just sounds like we hung up on Alice Thomas. Well, I will apologize to the man. We are on a texting basis. You guys are best buddies. You don't know that. (laughs) Oh, look at this. Skype cannot be used for emergency calling. Well, it's an emergency now, Skype. Uh, I need a new uh, system here. Yeah, we got to figure out something different than Skype. Skype is not working. Let's give. All right. Okay. This is awkward. (laughs) Well, okay. Bear with me. Technical difficulties, dude. And he's used to technical difficulties with his radio show. Like, Quimby usually has everybody's uh, microphones on mute by the time they all get on the radio. Yeah, I'm not going to knock his radio show. I'm not knocking it. (laughs) Jesus. Let me try and get this together. I should send him. Screw this. I'm just calling him on my phone. Okay, very good. The action that happens on this radio show. I'm telling you, can't win. Can't win. It's a real-life TV drama going on. That's why it's must-watch radio. All right. Let's do this. Your call has been... Ah! Oh, don't do this to me! (laughs) Well, that's awkward. Uh, Let me text them. We're having issues our phone 
<sighs> yeah, now he's texting me with question marks like, uh, what's going on here, guys? Christ. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, there we go. Hey, Hollis, sorry about that. We're having issues with our phone lines. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, let me give you a nice introduction here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the phone with me right here on the show is uh, Philadelphia Eagles defensive tackle from 96 to 05, uh, Hollis Tank Thomas. How are you today? Yeah, pretty good. You, you got also Green Legion Radio Show host, uh, Get Tank Happy Hour. No, you Absolutely. <laughs> how are how you, how you doing uh, during this quarantine today? During this pandemic, I'm actually doing pretty decently. Uh, I actually woke up early for you guys. Uh, <laughs> I don't even wake up early for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is early. This is early for me because uh, oh, okay. I keep, well, I, I keep all hours of the night um, just because of the pandemic. Because it's like I, I don't know if you guys have been noticing this. Like it's hard to um, it's a uh, it's a hard thing to do. Pretty much, it's like you you just stuck at home. With all the food that you, you so desire, um, and you eat about four or five times, it's still only like noon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem we're having around here too, especially with alcohol yeah, so, too. Yeah, the alcohol, alcohol like start all start to taste the same. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, you got you got to start early. Well, not say it's like, but the alcohol is starting to taste the same because it's like uh, I'm a Johnny Walker black man. It's like. And I, I never thought I'd, like, not even, I don't loathe the taste, but everything I eat tastes like Johnny Walker now. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, but it's getting a, I don't, I don't know, because it's, it's kind of a, one of those cases 22 things. You don't want to go out there and die. You don't want to go out there too early and die or, or catch, catch the virus. But you, you, I think a lot of people are starting to get cabin fever. We're used to having the uh, lay of the land. Oh, absolutely. We were talking about that, uh, Earlier uh, on our show, we were talking about how you're starting to see people get a little cabin fever, getting a little bit antsy, and they're in their cars, driving anywhere, going slow, people walking in the street, just just trying to get out, but, you know, causing other issues for other people that have to be on the street. Yeah, the, the one thing, too, I think that would, uh, would kind of alleviate this is we had something that was happening in real time. I don't know about you, but I'm trying to look at it. Uh, like, it's cool when you, have, uh, when you look at old stuff just every once in a while. But when it's a day, when it's a daily thing, and they're looking, they're looking for things to to make make up stuff. Like uh, if, if I see one more, if I want to see one more 1960s game on TV as as the feature, it's like there's nothing else on TV, and you put up like an old school game, which would be cool if if that was what I chose to watch. But in, in prime in prime time, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's it's uh, it's just uh, I think I, I think it's one sports and sports events come back. Real time sports events where people can actually bet and have a, have a stake in the game. Yeah, I think it'll be cool, but like right now, I think everybody's starting to go starting to go stir crazy. Well, you can watch uh, golf today at two o'clock. Yep. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, like I tell everybody else. The words, God rest his soul, the immortal words of George Carlin. Carlin, if you take away the stick, it would be walking. <laughs> Yeah, NASCAR's one. But the only way NASCAR is uh, is fun is when you see carnage or or or, or a, a, a bit of a fight of a jockey for a position where somebody jacks. 
Yeah, I would agree. Like, I tend to uh, normally, on a normal day, I tend to watch NASCAR in a bar and usually, like, the last, like, 10 laps. Yeah, it's not, but you, you know what, what would be the best, though? Watch your horse, watch your horse racing. It's like, because you, you, you can bet on the horse races. It's the, it's the, it's the best few minutes. The best few minutes is them running around the track. Now, all that crap leading up to the horse race, I can do without that. All it, the hats. It's like eight hours leading up to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know. But, but that, that's like playful bad. You get to see, like, some, some uh, la- I think the ladies like to dress up in those, uh, in those hats and stuff, and it's cool with those. Those nice dresses and stuff. Is, the big hats. Cool, but you're only, only going to wear it for a hot second because of the, the race. What's the race last? Like a minute and a half? Yeah, yeah I mean, that, it, yeah. It, yeah, it depends, depends on the race. And you know, the, funny, the funniest thing, too, I was watching, um, I, got, I got Duke yesterday because I, um, I, I turned on the TV, and they played like, horse racing, but it did say previous race or anything. So I'm watching, and I, I was watching. And I think one of the funniest parts was the uh, people trying to, the people who are trying to get the horses in the stall, and the horse doesn't want to get in the stall. And he starts bucking a little bit, <laughs> and, he, and he kicks, and he kicks the crap out of the, uh, the guy who's uh, trying to get him into the stall. I, mean, I think that's like the most, uh, the funniest part. But then actually you watch the race, and all of a sudden I hit the info button, and it was a race from from last year. I was like, what the hell? Oh God! I was like. I was like I was like, fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, um, I've learned a lot about myself. <laughs> I was like, when you buy yourself, you learn a lot about yourself. Yeah, I'm about to check uh, myself in the Betty Ford Clinic after this. questions while we have you on the line. chaperones now so they're by themselves so they feel like they can do whatever they want now
pieces of it, parts of it, yeah. You were in the league a long time. Who were some of your favorite teammates that you had over that 12-year span that you were in the league? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I can't do math. <laughs> 
understand every. I kind of grew up here. I came here at 21. Um, I played with a bunch of different uh, D line. When I first got here, I played with a bunch of different D line combinations, and it was good. To, it was good. Like once uh, I got you, you definitely here, Corey Simon, and you know we got had Darwin, uh, Palm Grass Madness, and all those guys. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Derek, uh, Derek Burgess, and you just you know with the core with, my, with myself and Hugh Douglas and, and Corey and uh, Brandon Whiting and, and Grass and, and all those guys. We, you just add, start adding people, and you know you, you just create friendships for, for a lifetime. So I still talk to uh, pretty much most of those guys, but if I had to pick if I had to pick one, my boy Hugh Douglas is, a, is, is the one I'm riding with. Man, there's a lot of great names right there, man. <laughs> I miss I miss yeah, those teams. Was, also, we had to also remember uh, my class, uh, my draft class, which I, I didn't get drafted, was a. Uh, Jermaine Mayberry, uh, Brian Dawkins, uh, uh, Ray Farmer, and who else? Bubba, uh, Bubba, Bubba Miller. Bubba Miller, yeah. There's, that's some good names right there. That was part of the court right there for a long time. Yeah, I just said that was, that was my, uh, my draft, uh, the draft class I was, uh, was a part of. It came in 96. Uh, came in, uh, yeah, right, right around 96, yeah, 1996. The, that April, and it just, you know, all you know, also, uh, it was Urban Fryer and, uh, Oh yeah, that was Ray Rhodes, right? Right. Very cool. Yep, Ray Rhodes. Because Ray Rhodes also, everybody keeps thinking that uh, Andy hired, uh, <laughs> hired uh, he did hire Jim Harbaugh after he left, but he didn't give, Jim Harbaugh was here when he got here, uh, Ray Rhodes had hired him. Right, I do remember that. Yeah, everybody keeps saying, I was like, no, that's Ray. And I was laughing because a lot of people don't know that, that Doug, Doug Peterson, they kept, kept, keep thinking that Doug was... Was a, a, a handy disciple. I was like, some of those play calls at the time management clearly says that he was not uh, a handy disciple. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so being so being the fact that you played here for such a long time and you're so yes, I know uh, <laughs> for for being so uh, in depth with everything. Uh, let me get your opinion on the. Uh, the, I guess the big question that a lot of people have been talking about was uh, the Wentz-Hurts uh, combination and where they're going with that. Why uh, Why would they – like the idea of dra- drafting Hurts uh, and where Carson's head's at, I guess. Right. You that. Well, it's, uh, if you look at it, you see Carson – Carson missed, like, what, eight or nine games the last couple of years. If you, look, if you go back and look when, when I was playing with Donovan uh, – he, in, a, in a span of two or three years, he missed like eight games, and then it, uh, this is uh, hopefully this is not the same shit. But they, they drafted Kevin Cobb in like in the in the second, in the second round, and then before they, they drafted what's the kid? Uh, uh, some guy that didn't even work out out of BYU it was horrible. Uh, <laughs> but they drafted him in like uh, in like the, in the second round. It's like when you get when you get injured a lot, and they draft somebody into your position, it's pretty much it's pretty much a, you know it, it, if you if you keep getting hurt, you have to move on. Like, it, you can't keep depending on somebody and put all your eggs in one basket and depending on the person. Now, they, I, I feel like they still have some confidence in Carson. It's like, but we don't want to get caught with an old guy in the playoffs again with somebody with, with who we need, who we need a quality backup. In this, in this league, the way that, the way things go now, you need two two quarterbacks. And you need a, you need a star, you need a superstar starting off. And if he goes down, you need a, a lightweight, a lightweight star that can, that can, you know, take not only not only what they, some people call the game manager, which I think is a crack of shit. It's like in order, you have to, you have to, you have to get somebody back there who's actually can make some plays. Because if not, you pretty much just can steal the season. So yeah, it's a, you know, a lot of people. I was cracking up because a lot of people didn't have that that uh that confidence in uh in Nick Foles. I was laughing. I was like, if you watch Nick, Nick has been in the system, and Nick, Nick 
they, they they system, and people and people just doubt them, and that's all, that's all you, as a player, that's all you need is people to doubt you to, to add fuel to your fire. But I got off the subject. The, the, the thing of the pick was a wake up call to uh, I feel like it's a wake up call to Carson. And at first, I was a bitch and about the pick because I felt like we needed we were so uh, we needed uh, a bunch of other stuff, and I almost equated it to the Sydney 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 Jones pick. Which, which we haven't reaped any benefits from yet, and and I hope we I hope we do. I don't see it, but I hope we do. I hope I hope it's, it's, it's kind of along those same lines. But we have a, a healthy quarterback that's a guy who's uh, he learns fast. He's uh, he, and he's an accurate thrower. So uh, it's it's a, it's a good pick, especially going the way we've been going uh, with, with Carson being being injury prone. Okay, um, so what did you guys think of the pick? Well, I mean, I'm still, I'm still kind of reeling from it because I'm not a big fan of the pick. Uh, I, I thought there was other players we could have got at that time. I, I, I'm curious to see what they're going to use Jalen Hurts for. I mean, you can't draft him in the second round and not use to put him on the field once in a while. Oh, really? really? So, Sidney uh, Jones was on, on the field right here? Oh, no, he was hurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, you can't do what? You can't do what? That I do what? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like, cause it's like the thing is, you been basically. I, mean, I, I think people get too uh, caught their pennies up the bunch too much. It's the quarterback. The quarterback needs competition too. Get off your ass. Earn your keep. You got you got given you got given a starting job, and you've done a good job. We need you to continue, and you're all doing a great job, but you keep getting hurt. I, I don't know. It's like it's like. Ready to go. Exactly. Was Sydney was Sydney ready? He was not ready. He was he tore his Achilles. Uh, Because uh, we're gonna move on, we're gonna wrap up our show here. But uh, before I let before I let you roll, do you mind uh, giving us a little bumper? Uh, you know, this is Hollis Thomas. You listen to the Booch and Pat Show. Listen to uh, Butch, and, Butch and who? The Booch and Pat Show. <laughs> Booch and Pat. I thought you said Booch. I was like, what? Uh, sorry, I'm this is Hollis Thomas. You're listening to the Booch and Pat Show. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. We appreciate it. Uh, I thought it was pretty. I 
I gave it like a B plus because I liked all the wide receivers yeah. we got later on. Yeah, see, see, and see, that was the thing too. If we had to do, and, and I'm just adding this for you guys, not for you, but just to, to understand the, uh, the one pick that I felt the same way everybody else did about the quarterback pick. But then once the draft progressed and we got some, got some key parts, even though I was, I was, uh, I wanted Murray, I, I wanted Murray point blank, the, the, uh, you know, linebacker out of, uh, out of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, K nine Murray. Yeah, we won't know until two, three years down on how all these draft picks even stay on the team. But they got it. They drafted a lot of speed. And they drafted a couple of good uh, backup uh, linemen, too, to help out down the road, hopefully. Ah, cool. Thanks. Uh, the Poochie Pat, right? Yes. Yep, you got it. And thanks for listening to the Poochie Pat Show. This is Hollis Thomas. It's been real. Thanks for having me on, fellas. Thanks all for right, coming. Thanks, Hollis. <laughs> all right, see you guys later. Have a good day. That went well, I would say, especially since that uh, started out so rocky. Uh, so our phone lines are apparently down, but we had to do that on speakerphone through my phone, which was a huge, first and foremost, I got to thank, can't say enough about Hollis Thomas. It was very nice of him to, uh, to handle that. It's always good to know that uh, he's calling into the show's name. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I got a difficult name to pronounce. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, so that was cool. Uh, good talking to him. Now we got that nice little bump out of the way. Yes, yes. Uh, so I'm not really sure what's going on on their phones, if people have been trying to call in or not. Uh, no clue. Um, so if you have been trying to call in, I apologize if it's not working. It's um, another thing I'll have to look into. It's, you know, that's life. Um but some of the things that he did talk about during that interview was uh, DeAndre Baker and uh, Quentin Dunbar. He had mentioned, like, you know, the players that do stupid things in the offseason, like robbing people and all that. Right. Uh, so for those of you listening that live under a rock or actually just don't know this story, uh, they were at a house party or something playing cards or games or something, and then... I guess I assume alcohol was involved, or I don't know. Alcohol was probably most definitely involved. And then uh, somebody pulled a gun, uh, and they started stealing people's jewelry watches. and watches and yeah. stuff. So it's just a weird time. And then, uh, what was it, today or late last night? Uh, Cody Latimer. He, he, Corey Latimer. He got, he got hit with what? A DUI and a possession of an unlet, unregistered weapon or yes, something? Yes, yep. So it's just like one of these things, like because I feel like we keep talking. Oh, gunfire! NFL player Cody Latimer got arrested after gunfire at Colorado apartment. Okay. So he illegally discharged his firearm, from what I'm reading. At least he didn't shoot it into his leg. And then, but I read that he also got a DUI, so I guess he drove away afterwards. Yeah, that's what that's what I had thought was the. Uh, I, I I read that there was a DUI. We're going to wait for more on this story because. It's, stuff's coming out now that's different than what I read earlier. So right. So it's just like like I feel like we talked about this. It was either last week or two weeks ago where uh, where I guess these young kids, the players, whatever they may be, think that they might be above the law because they're you know a pro athlete or something. Like 
Like, cause what, uh, what was it? Breland that I, sh- we showed that video, him like yeah. resisting arrest and just stuff like that. It's like, yeah, guys. They get a little bit of money in their pockets and they think they're above the law, man. They, they get fucking goofy. Yeah. Real goofy. Um, and then, uh, sticking with football to close out a few items here. Um, uh, t- Hollis was talking about what we thought about the draft and everything like that. Have you, uh. <coughs> Have you seen and or heard uh, Aaron Rodgers' take on the uh, draft? I know he's not happy about drafting. Oh, that boy love. is not happy. He is not thrilled one bit. I guess he was hoping to play his whole career there, retire well, there. Wanted, and, like They're not a bad team. He wanted a player in the first round, something that could help him out, not a backup quarterback that's going to yeah. sit on the bench for the next four years, Yeah, three years. So that's – you never – I shouldn't say you never like hearing that, but, you know, when you got your top – your top quarterback, like the guy what, you're like paying what, the money, the franchise, you, the face of the, and you're pissing them off. No, it's well, stupid. Aside, they did that to Brett Favre too. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, wake uh, up. I was like, aside from the fact that he's like the uh, the head of, you know, their organization, he's one of the main faces of the NFL right yeah, now. It's he has been. Green Bay, you got to get a real ownership in there. You can't have the fans run your freaking ownership. <laughs> time for them to change the way they do things in Green Bay, I, I believe. I would say so. Uh, did you hear the other story about Matthew Stafford selling his home? Oh, he sold his home? Are we real estate agents? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, there's uh, It made big news because it was like a $6.3 million home or something. Uh, they're either, either his wife is currently pregnant or they just had a kid, but they're selling their home... And all these reports are flying. Like, what does this mean for the, for him as their quarterback? Like, where, where, like, is he staying? Is he leaving? Like, whole big, uh, big. How do you do? And all she, all she had to say was, uh, they didn't want to live on the lake, or have such like a big pool, because like. They, oh, tough life right there. Lottie died. Because they were. She was saying uh, they have four kids under the age of four. And I was like, th- I was reading that. I was like, all right, couple of things. I was like, co- couple of things with that. Buy a lifeguard. <laughs> I was like, couple of things with that. Uh, what kids? It doesn't matter your age. Like, even if you're like a child, child, like an, a toddler, what kid doesn't love a pool? Like you splash around. Obviously, they can't go swimming and stuff, but that's a thing. Like you know, so that's that's issue number one. <laughs> issue number two that I read into it. I'm going like, you have how many kids under what age? Four kids. Under the age they of have, four. They were busy, man. Hollis was talking about masturbating. <laughs> they were doing other things. <laughs> Which, how funny is that? That he's, he's like, is there a clinic for masturbation? Hollis Thomas talking about masturbation. You're talking about houses for sale. One of our listeners just uh, typed in here, you watch too much HGTV. Okay. <laughs> couple of things. I do watch HGTV. Uh, it is one of my quarantine pleasures now. But this has nothing to do with it. This was on TMZ. I was I was reading the TMZs. Oh, I hate the TMZs. Eh, you get you get gossip stories. Yeah. Uh, do 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 do. What else do we have? Anything else in uh, NFL? Nothing on my list. Uh, I do have a few other odds and ends before we jump into uh, some of our goofy segments and then call it a day. Okay. Um, I believe. This week, one of the days this week is the anniversary of the Philadelphia Curse, when they built the skyscrapers in Center City. Right. What, in the middle 80s or whatever? 
Uh, they build them? I think it was late seventies, early eighties. Okay. Because the yeah, it had to be late uh, early eighties because after they were built, it was after the Phillies won the the series in eighty, and then nothing. The fly- well, it must have been after eighty three because the Sixers won. Okay, then it was uh, then it, yeah, like I said, early eighties. So after after that, they got nothing for for that drought. So I thought that was. Uh, an interesting thing to bring up considering, you know, is there really, like, do people believe in that stuff? Because obviously we've won a World Series since. We've now won a Super Bowl, the first ever Super Bowl we have to our name. Right. Um, but yeah, Flyers still struggle. Sixers, uh, I think the only time, last time they were in the championship was what, with AI? Yep. Against the Lakers? So, do you believe in the curse and all that stuff? I don't. Or, no, you don't buy into that stuff? No. Uh, I believe in getting good players and playing well. Jumping into some basketball, this was one of the things that you were talking jumping about. Jumping into basketball, kind yeah, of like that. Yeah. yeah, let's touch on that for a little bit. So, is that why you're being such a bitch? That's not nice. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so you were talking about this at the beginning of our shows, like when we came back, like during the quarantine and everything. That they started doing NBA 2K simulation games, right? Yep. Not not the tournaments that you were watching no, people play. So the season finally came to an end. It's currently on our ticker tape. So if you pay attention, you'll see it scroll across, or or maybe you already saw it. Um, there, the NBA 2K season has come to an end, and in the NBA championship game, it was the Lakers that beat the Bucks 103 to 101. And Anthony Davis was the MVP. Nice. Good for him. <laughs> when I tell you I read that article, like, it was one of those times where, like, you, like a dog tilts its head. Like, am I, am I reading this? Like, is this news? <laughs> like, it, yeah, it's one thing you put on TV. It keeps you busy. But, like, they were, like, writing news about it. Like, oh, here, breaking down his highlights, how many shots he had, how many rebounds. I'm like, this is so weird. It's goofy. So weird. Uh, let's see here. We did... Baseball. Oh, speaking of baseball, this was one that I missed. Uh, this is also another thing I got from TMZ. Uh, a, a woman and a boy uh, died uh, to a drowning accident at Carl Crawford's house. Oh yeah. On over, I guess it was. I guess it was yesterday or Friday. Uh, he was having a house party or something, so. People are already up in arms about that, but nobody knows. Like, apparently the toddler fell into the pool and started drowning, so the woman went in to go save him, but they both died. Like, Carl Crawford was – like, people reported saying he tried reviving them, but it wasn't – like, didn't work. Like, right. obviously they passed away. Uh, but stay tuned for that because there's probably going to be some stories about that whole thing. That's going to blow up. Like, because I think the woman was in her late 20s. I don't know anything about it. Never heard one thing on it. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll probably hear more about that as the week comes on. Like, because if it was if it was on Friday or yesterday, that's not like you know most news yeah, news work, outlets aren't going to talk about it. Yesterday. Most news outlets aren't going to talk about it until this week. So you'll probably hear more about it, especially when the autopsy comes back or if there's any type of foul play or God knows. But uh, yeah, that was at his Texas home, wherever he lives down there. Uh. Yeah, I guess that's all of my stuff. So you want to jump into what you got? Yep. All right, let's do Booch's segment. 
All right, back in the early 90s, Vince McMahon used to go out with the wrestlers to the strip clubs, and he used to have them do their finishing moves on them inside the club. Like, here, rock. Do the rock bottom on me. Get stuck. On a stripper? At, at the, in the strip club. In the middle of the strip club. He yeah, used I understand. To the, yeah. I, I understand you're talking in the strip club. He would give, they would give their finishers to strippers? No, the wrestlers would give Vince McMahon their finishers. In a strip club. In the middle of the strip club. And also, I don't want to wake up another morning getting freaking Snapchats with my friends taking dumps. That's all I got for what's up with that. Oh, why'd you tell me to cut it out? Because I was going to let the whole clip play. Okay, whatever. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I like can, it like that. <laughs> I, can, I can honestly say I'm glad I was not privy to that text group or Snapchat or what. I did not get that, so. You're not missing much. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. Totally, totally fine with that. Uh, speaking of uh, your Vince McMahon, uh, did you see that uh, – they have now stripped Sami Zayn of his intercontinental yeah, title. We're pushing at that point. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't know if you saw I, that. I, I did see that. I saw they had a tournament. Okay. Oh, that, they already started the tournament? I think they did. Friday. Oh, okay. Uh, and, again, it's so weird how that tied into your story as well as this next one. Uh, so, I was reading, there. like, there's this thing uh, that somebody created – it's an online strip club. It's they started it on Instagram. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's this is a, it's a real thing. It's got like tons of celebrities behind it too. Like I put that in the uh, ticker tape as well. I don't ever read the ticker tape. <laughs> I, well, some, maybe you should start. I put some good stuff in there. You, one of these days, I'm just gonna write like a whole nasty letter about you, and you're never gonna know. I would never know. <laughs> uh, but yes, so uh, I be, it's called Demon Time. Uh, it started on Instagram Live or something. Yeah. And because of uh, Instagram's like terms and regulations or whatever, uh, they can't broadcast their stuff because like they have big issues with. Uh... And you got this off uh, TMZ, didn't you? No. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because when I put it in TMZ, TMZ. <laughs> my but, God. Yeah, but but this like think about this. It's an online strip club. So you can watch everything and all, and like the, there's a huge celebrity guest list. Some and I'll, some of the names like Usher, Kevin Durant, Odell Beckham Jr., Victor Cruz, like the like even Beyonce's tagged to this thing. Like she supports this or she's do, like singing like songs. I have no fucking clue. This whole thing sounds so bizarre, but it is an online strip club. So I'm assuming that it's basically like a sex chat room, but instead of like. I'm assuming that's what it is. I, I like instead I of watching know. people have sex. I'll let sex, you know when I look at it, at it later on. <laughs> aside from, I assume if people aren't, you're not watching people have sex, then it's like just women getting naked and it's you're just dancing and dancing that you're just like sending money like through Venmo or PayPal uh, or something. I would, I would just watch them dance. I'm not gonna send money. I'm sure you, there's probably a cover charge. Uh, I'm out then. Rich <laughs> for my blood. Uh, you got uh, my sound effect. Oh, I was. Ill prepared, my friend. It's okay. It's okay. I I, I got to add that to our sound uh, our soundboard here, because that's that was the one big thing I wanted to work on this week was getting all that stuff together. 
Oh, you're all set for me? Yep. All right. So, uh, let's go back in time with this week's Sports Rewind. All right. This week in sports history, 1941, Joe DiMaggio starts his uh, 56-game hitting streak. So, to, this week was like the first day of that whole uh, streak. Uh, 1959, Yankees catcher Yogi Berra's errorless streak of 148 games ends. 1973, California Angel Nolan Ryan's first no-hitter was recorded when they beat the Royals 3-0. I just watched his last no-hitter on TV the other day. Oh, did you? It was on the MLB Network. 1977, Ted Turner manages an Atlanta Braves game. I kind of want to see what that looked like because I, I that I'm not, I don't I hate to interrupt you, but I've been waiting for this for a while. I finally see one of our people that chimed in. It says top fan above their name now. Oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we I set that up a while ago that we do have top fan. Well, we have a top fan because they comment and nobody else does. I like it. Yeah. Uh, nineteen eighty, Pete Rose steals second, third. And home in one inning for the Philadelphia Phillies. To be done again this same week, years later, by Jason Worth. Uh, 1981, the Harlem Globetrotters appear on Gilligan's Island. I watched that episode. 1983, Reggie Jackson is first major leaguer to strike out 2,000 times. That has to be because they just didn't document records or something. Like, that seems... Crazy, no, probably true. But it seems crazy that he's the first one to do that, and it was in '83. 1984, Philadelphia Phillies pitcher Steve Carlton hits a grand slam home run. 1985, Michael Jordan was named NBA Rookie of the Year. 1989, uh, first time since 1948 a player hit six consecutive doubles. That would be your boy Kirby Puckett. Oh, Kirby Puckett. He died, didn't he? He did. Uh, 1997, Deep Blue defeats Gary Kasparov 3.5 to 2.5 in the game of chess. Deep Blue being the computer. Uh, And in 2018, Michigan State University will pay $500 million in claims to 300 survivors of sexual abuse involving Larry Nassar. Largest sexual abuse case in sports history. And that is what I have for you this week in sports. It was a good week in sports. Oh, watch, uh, you brought the Michael Jordan. Tonight's, uh, tonight's the last night, right? Tonight's the last two parts. If you haven't been watching, they're probably going to watch it. They're probably going to put the whole thing on ESPN throughout the day. Watch it. It's a great series they're having. 30 for 30. Last dance. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, Goat. Oh, and speaking of documentaries and series, I do have to retract my uh, statement from last week. You corrected me when I misspoke about... Oh, Owen Hart's this week, you moron. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I dropped... I, I thought it was well, last look week. Look at your dates for once, all right? TMZ lied to Make me. Make them look like idiots. I quit. <laughs> TMZ lied to us. I, I don't know. I thought it was last week, but this week is Owen Hart. Stop getting your info from TMZ. <laughs> well, there's no one else around. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I guess we'll get ready to shut it down. Shut it down. So, uh, during the show, you noticed that our logo, uh, our ad at the bottom was from the Vintage Bar and Grill, so we're still uh, keeping them going. Keep uh, 
Trying to keep small businesses alive, local businesses, so make sure you check out the Vintage Bar and Grill for takeout food and uh, takeout beer, I guess. Uh, tune in every Sunday, 12 p.m., uh, listen to the Booch Pat Show. Again, thanks to Hollis Thomas for coming on the show. He was on for like a half hour. It was he, awesome. He was on for a while. Thank God I had his phone number because... He was like interviewing us at the end. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think he kind of I think he kind of got it to him. I think uh, he was like, "What the fuck, these kids say?" Um, but uh, check us out on Facebook or on our website, boochandpatshow.com. And I guess until next week, uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday fun day. Get crazy, and hopefully, uh, your work week doesn't kill you too much. See ya. <laughs>